Uh, I don't know if Catherine Heigl's mom is very famous at all. We should ask her. Let's get her on the phone. Nope. We're not doing this. <laughs> Shut down my phone lines. It's not, it's not right. We are not going to talk to her with some weird Cockney accent. Oh, maybe she's Cockney. You don't even know Heigl. She's probably German. She probably talks in a German accent. Let's move on. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Your knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. Episode 50. 50 episodes. 50 episodes. And they said it would never last. They no, all said it no would one, never last. No one said that. No one cared. <laughs> no one cared enough to say that. How are you doing, Monica? I'm great. Uh, right now, Monica is in Las Vegas. Yeah. So by the miracle of a podcast time travel, <laughs> we are recording this a little early. So right now she's either having the best time in Vegas or the best time in Vegas. I think it's going to be the best. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's I'm the feeling, best. <laughs> I'm feeling that as I'm listening to this on the 19th of February, when it comes out, that you are having a wonderful time in Las Vegas yeah. and you're bringing back that Yuppie uh, uh, selfie for me. Be... I'm just going to go ahead and play the uh, Montreal Canadiens uh, update theme right here. Okay. And know that you don't have a, an update for me right now because uh, you're you're in Vegas to see the game against uh, the Golden My prediction Knights. is... I went to the game and it was great, and they probably lost. (laughs) Even in your fantasy prediction, you can't just be like, and they won 17 to minus 12. (laughs) The puck just just kept on deducting points from the Golden Knights. It's because they liked Yuppie so much. Yeah, and Yuppie just got in there. Yuppie scored like four goals himself. Yeah, totally. He had a hat trick. Four of the 17. Yeah. <laughs> you going to bring an octopus and throw it out on, on the ice? I know you're not supposed to do that anywhere but Detroit, but bring an octopus anyway. Yeah. Get that octopus on. See how getting the octopus on the plane goes. It would be fun to have just like a little stuffed animal octopus. Yeah. Throw yeah. that out there. Yeah. And then, you know, get kicked out of the arena. Oh, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, maybe it's probably not a good idea. Also, based on the budget, I imagine we won't be sitting to where I can actually throw anything (laughs) that far. (laughs) Bring a little catapult with you. A little slingshot. A little Dennis the Menace action. A trebuchet. (laughs) Very fancy. (laughs) Very fancy. Um, This is also the beginning of week... Seven, seven of the Winter Classic Tournament. And uh, even though Monica isn't in town as we speak, she is coming back uh, Tuesday to host uh, her Tuesday regular and have a regular week of hosting. I want to uh, preemptively thank Kat for hosting at the Pono, uh, hosting at the 907. And I want to thank the lovely people at the Pono Ranch for giving me a warm reception or... I want to thank the Pono Ranch people for being so mean to me or something. 
Something They're happened. really nice there. Okay. Well, that's good. I love the Plano Ranch. Yeah. We played the show there. That was fun. Um, that was fun. I was yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. That was the Halloween thing with the Weezers and the and the uh, Ready Steady Go. Yeah. So I was do- Tina. Oh yeah, you were Tina. You were Tina. And they had a that ET costume. That, that was that a, one. I still feel bad about that ET costume. Why? So ET gets on stage. Mm-hmm. So the, for people who weren't there, this it was a Halloween party, and they uh, we were playing on stage. And they had me MC the the uh, costume contest, and they had different people get on stage uh, to to be judged in their costumes. So this person in an amazing ET costume gets up there. It was like a giant head. It looked just like crazily good. So ET gets up there and standing next to me. And there's wires all over the stage because there's guitars and microphones. So at one point, E.T. starts to go forward a little bit. And I can't tell if E.T. can see very well because E.T.'s kind of stumbling around. So I reach out to steady E.T. right around across the front. Did not know E.T. was being played by a woman. <laughs> I didn't know that happened. You felt up E.T. Did not. Oh, <laughs> yes. And let me tell you something, E.T., I'll be right here. <laughs> oh, God. I, think, I believe that's the creepiest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> we haven't been friends that long. <laughs> um, no, I felt very bad. She uh, she didn't say anything because uh-huh. it was, wasn't was like I, I grabbed anything. It yeah. just like the arm bar went right across and it was yeah. like, oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> But then I also stopped her from falling off the stage, so I think we were even. Yeah. And I think she was pretty drunk, so I don't think she remembers. She actually came over to me and lifted up the ET head to tell me how much she loved my Tina costume. Nice. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) You You're like, I did very little. (laughs) (laughs) I wore my glasses today. And I put on a skirt. I was born. <laughs> Somebody made a cartoon about me. I lucked out. Does your dad make burgers? Don't answer that. <laughs> All right, I won't. All right, good. All right, are you ready to get into this thing? So ready. Let's do it. Now it's time for the lightning round. Boom, lightning round. I've got five questions for Monica. She's got five questions for me. Will they be the same questions? I really don't think so. Do, 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 Judy in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> That's been running through my head all week. <laughs> All right, what is your uh, round for me this week? So this is about creepy stuff, but specifically stuff that I find creepy. Ooh, okay. So some of these things might not be creepy to other people. Okay. Creepy things to Monica. You do rounds every once in a while, which is like, here's what I think. <laughs> I do a lot of rounds like that. I love that. It's like I'm obsessed with myself Yeah, that's okay. Uh, mine are for you. This is for your Vegas trip. Uh, these are gambling games around on gambling okay, games. Right. Some things you might need to know. You know, I've only been in a casino. Well, 
like played in a casino mm-hmm. one time. Oh wow! Are you guys staying in a casino? Yeah, we're staying at the Golden Nugget. Oh, the go- oh, classic. Yeah. Very nice. I'm excited. All right, you want to go first or second? I'll go first. All right, here we go through the lightning round. Number one. One reason for the resurgence of bed bugs in the last few decades is the banning of what pesticide? Oh. Well, I'm going to go with the only pesticide I can think of. Is it DDT? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know bed bugs and DDT were, uh, were when related. They, when they uh, developed the DDT, mm-hmm. that's when they pretty much got rid of bed bugs. Okay. And then when they couldn't use it anymore, they made a, they started to make a comeback. Wow. Wow, I had no idea. That's yeah, amazing. I didn't either. That's amazing. I read it. Maybe we should bring back the DDT. I know there's other problems <laughs> with the DDT, guys, but bed bugs, come on. Seriously, I had them once. Yeah. It was the worst thing I, ever. I have never, knock on wood, ever had the bed bug it was situation. so awful. But people who said it said it's the worst thing. It's like you're stressed out about it, mm-hmm. but you also can't sleep. Which makes you even more stressed out. Because every time you're going to go to bed, you're like, I'm going to be bitten by these horrible bugs. And they're like mosquito bites that itch even worse and last longer. Wow. It's awful. That sounds terrible. Although some people can be bitten by them and not have a reaction. Sure. I mean, like any other bug, some people like mosquitoes don't bug people because they're not allergic to the saliva. I have horrible mosquito reactions, too. Really? Real bad ones. Mm. And they love to bite me. Well, yeah, they seem to know the person that's going to affect the, the yeah. most. Like my dad, he's uh, he's real susceptible to him, too. Mm-hmm. And he'll be, like, with my stepmom in the same place, and he'll get, like, 20 bites, and she will have nothing. Wow. And she's standing right <laughs> next to him. <laughs> They're like, ooh, two. Well, let's just go with this guy. <laughs> yeah. This guy looks pretty good. All right, here's question number one for you. The casino game Pai Gao Poker. Pai Gao Poker comes from the Chinese gambling game Pai Gao, which is not played with cards, but with what? Um, is it tiles? I'm going to give it to you. It's dominoes. Yes, but they're oh. kind of these tiled, like, yeah, exactly. Okay. Give it, give her a ding. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't understand pie gal poker. The little times I've been in casinos, uh, I've seen it and I've walked right past the table because I don't understand the game. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I guess it's like regular poker, but with more cards. Tiles. Well, they don't use tiles. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They don't use tiles in the casinos, although that'd be pretty sweet if they did. Interesting. Number two, native to the Philippines, the largest species of what can have a wingspan of over five feet? Just the the largest species are native to the Philippines. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Well, I'm going to go with my first guest again. Cockroaches? 
No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about something that would be really creepy. Flying cockroach. Five co- flying feet wingspan sure. on a cockroach. Yeah, sure. Um, the end of the Oh, year. geez. I, I, <laughs> I, I glossed past the feet <laughs> moment in that question. I'm pretty sure you would have heard about that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bat. Okay, that makes more sense. It's called a flying fox. Ooh. It's huge. Ugh, I hate bats. Yeah. Do not like bats. Now, do they like you like mosquitoes like you? Yes. <laughs> Almost every place I have lived in has had bats get in the house. Wow. In Ohio, it hasn't happened in Seattle. We don't. It's not a huge bat population yeah. in Seattle. But uh, I lived somewhere where bats would get in like every October. They would start to get in every night it's for Halloween. Scare the shit out of me. Right. Uh, question number two for you. In blackjack, in the game of blackjack, if you've got snowmen, you've got a pair of what card? Eights? You have eights. Eights. And then you can uh, split those eights. That's what most people will tell you to do mm-hmm. at the blackjack table. Split those eights and, and double your bet. You plan on gambling while you're down there? A little bit? Maybe a little. What's the game that you think you'll well, play? Well, the only thing that I've ever done yeah. is not the table roulette, but a kind of computerized thing. I know what you're talking about. And I won like $70. Well, that's pretty good. So that's what I'm going to try to do again. Nice. And also I think there's a... There's a craps that might do that too. Yeah. Because it's like cheaper to play on the computer one than to do it at the table. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. And also, you have a little computer thing and you get to touch it. Right. (laughs) I want to actually feel like I'm playing a game. Right. I want to touch something. (laughs) Yeah. Number three. From the Latin word for meat. This type of decaying flesh is an important food source for many large carnivores. From the Latin for meat. Mm. I'm not thinking of it. It's carrion. Oh, there you are. Carrion, my wayward son. So, I had not heard that word before. Right. And... When I worked at an office and we did like a potluck, everybody called it a carry in, like carry your food in. Right. So I said that to somebody once and they're like, ew, you call it a carry in? <laughs> it's like imagining a bunch of dead, rotting animals <laughs> that you bring into work and share with everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something you hit on the side of the road. Yeah. So now, after I learned that word, I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah, carrying it. But it's still creepy. Question number three for you. What is the sum of all the numbers on a roulette wheel? Oh. It's what a well-known it? number. Let me give you that much of a hint. A well-known number? Yes. Sixty-nine. <laughs> That's not that, my guess. That's a well-known number. 
Oh, that was a quiz fix after dark. <laughs> we haven't done one of those in a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't even know how far it goes up. I thought it went to like... Oh, I don't even know. It's a well-known number. Mm-hmm. 300. If you add them all together, you get 666. Oh, really? Yes. To the point where there are some people who believe that the devil is involved in in uh, the roulette game. Uh, well, the devil's involved in everything. That's very true. <laughs> and the friend of the devil is a friend of mine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, six six six. That's a good. That's a six, good. Six, that's six. a fun little trivia question. I like it. Yeah. Number four. Although now used widely for entertainment purposes, what wearable item was once used in southern France to traverse swampy terrain and to aid shepherds in watching their sheep? It's a wearable item. Mm -hmm. It's something you find creepy. Yeah, it's not a normally creepy thing that's oh, special okay. to me. <laughs> For traversing? Hmm. Wow. I, I, boy, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Stilts. A wearable? Oh, I guess they are wearable. Sure. <laughs> Stilts creep you out. Yeah. Okay. People on stilts, it's weird. They like loom over you. I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, everybody's taller than me anyway. I think we've covered this at some point of Probably. your stilts. Of your I don't stilt, like uh, them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I will get off the stilts now. I, I, I heard you. I, I decided I needed to tell you to stop wearing stilts not, in I'm, a nice way. I, I, I never wear stilts. I'm just this tall. Sorry. Shut up. <laughs> no, you're not. Nobody is that tall. All right, fine. Take off my stilts. I feel stilted. <laughs> Question number four for you. On the original slot machine created in 1899, the five symbols you could get were horseshoes, diamonds, spades, hearts, and what American symbol of independence? Flag? No, it was the Liberty Bell. Oh, of course. Even they, they were called longer. the Liberty Bell slot machines, and they uh, that was the only symbol uh, like that. And that was the that was the first mass made slot machines. Did it have a crack in it? Uh, I believe it did because you can't have a Liberty Bell without some crack. <laughs> I said that right. <laughs> That's why it has a crack. <laughs> Pull up those pants, Liberty Bell. <laughs> but it's a plumber. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Last one for you. A common filling for burritos. What is the most popular bean in the U.S.? Black beans? No, it's pinto beans. Oh, that was my second guess. Yeah. Uh, so pinto beans creep you out too? <laughs> yep. Okay. It's something about... 
how they usually end up being like kind of the same color as my flesh. And I, it just grosses me out. I'm gonna have to do a round like this of stuff that. Keeps me out. <laughs> you should. We'll, we'll, we'll do, do that. Do you soon. have weird things? That oh, I've got a couple of. Okay. I got a. I don't know if I. Do I have five? I'll. I'll think of five. Well, some of mine fun. aren't weird. Yeah. Like bats. That they're creepy. Sure. Stilts. Bed bugs. Yeah. Stilts is weird. I understand. All right, question number five for you, and I love finding out about this. Around 1800 in England, the game of craps was illegal. So casinos hired special people to do what in the event of a police raid? Um, pretend like they're playing a board game? <laughs> they're hired people to swallow the dice. Ew! Yeah. They had to. They hired people. To, to your job when the police come in is you take the dice and you swallow them, and then there's no evidence except for oh my the gaming tables, the money, the <laughs> chips, the croupier, everything else. But as long as those dice aren't there, they'll be like, hey, oh, it's I'm like home. the flush your stash. <laughs> <laughs> it was the flush your stash of the 1800s. I loved finding that out that somebody's, so somebody's getting funny. hired going, so what do you do at the casino? Always how... stand around all day <laughs> waiting to uh, swallow some dice. I wonder how many of them actually had to eat dice. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Like, you're... can you? Those dice are enormous. Can you use the smaller dice, please? <laughs> also, the minis. Also, before the police are coming in, but could I get a bottle of Worcestershire sauce and just dip them in the dip a little dice in there? <laughs> be really nice. Also, can we make the dice out of diced ham? <laughs> we have lots of questions. We have lots of questions about, this, about these dice. All right. Write in if you've ever eaten dice. Oh, yes, please. If you are a dice swallower out there, let us know. <laughs> Quizfix at gmail.com. All right. I did poorly. So did I. You got two. You got one. Okay. So you did less poorly than I did. Definitely better than last also, week, also, <laughs> also known as better. All right, everybody. That is the lightning round. It is now time for game prep. All right, this is where we get you ready for your quizzes this week. Things you might be asked. Things that if you play in our quizzes probably will be asked. So get ready to memorize some facts. Prep it up. Would you like to go first or second? I'm going to go second. All right. February 19th, 1957. Happy birthday, Johan. Uh, happy birthday, Johan Holzl, an Austrian singer and rapper better known as Falco. Happy birthday. A superstar in his native country, Falco hit number one in the U.S. in 1985 with Rock Me Amadeus and the top 20 with the follow up song Vienna Calling. He also wrote and recorded the song Der Commissar, a hit in the U.S. for the band After the Fire. Uh, and sadly died in an auto accident about 20 years ago. Um, my favorite Falco story 
Mm-hmm. It was a uh, right around the time of Rock Me Amadeus. He did an interview for MTV, and uh, they were asking him if, if Mozart was a big influence on his music. And he said, I listen only to Falco. <laughs> no way. And the interviewer said, well, sure, but I mean, you did this whole big song about Mozart, and maybe Mozart is a big influence, and he's from, Mozart's from Austria, and maybe, and he says, mm, I listen only to Falco. <laughs> Would you like to touch my monkey? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's hilarious. Yeah. What yeah. a weirdo. Yeah. I love it. He listened only to Falco. I bet he didn't. I bet he listened to some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he never even actually listened to his own music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't even hear it. He didn't even know it happened. No, even when he was making it. They blindfolded him, put him in the studio, and said, <laughs> get the rock me Amadeus, like that. They got him, like, blackout drunk. Yeah. Say say some things uh, about uh, Mozart, but rhyme it, would you please? What do you think about Mozart? <laughs> he was a superstar. He was a ticcante. Had to bucket ticket with a rock me Amadeus. My favorite thing about rock me Amadeus is the Simpsons... Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas. <laughs> Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, help me, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> All roads lead back to the Simpsons. Of course they Always do. do. February 19th, 1963. Betty Friedan's The Feminine Mystique is published, sparking what's known as second wave feminism. The book was inspired by Frieden's 15-year college reunion when her classmates expressed frustration and dissatisfaction with their roles as housewives. Yeah. Have you read Feminine Mystique? No. No. She was one of the founding uh, members of NOW, the National Organization of Women. So she was she was in there mm-hmm. during that fight. So I didn't know it was, it was inspired by her reunion where she talked to all of her classmates and they just weren't happy with their lives, even though they were, you know, supposedly happily married and had kids and they felt unfulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. So was the first wave like suffragette stuff? I think so. That's a good question. I'm not sure exactly what they term as first wave feminism, but I would think that the right to vote probably plays into it yeah um yeah like hey we count as people yeah 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 hey can we get jobs (laughs) that's question number two yeah are we in wave three we're in wave yeah we're heavy in wave three it's 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 great oh it's train time (laughs) (laughs) come on everybody let's get on the train (laughs) the feminism (laughs) train (laughs) Me too, 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 me too. Me too. Woo nice. That's perfect. I love it. Uh, uh, Feb- uh, February 20th, 1792. The <laughs> train, shut up. <laughs> Trying to record a podcast here. Train. Don't. Train. <laughs> Don't. I'm not going to. Train. <laughs> it's getting closer. Oh, my God. We're in the path. All right. Very quickly. Ah. <laughs> oh god! I, I bet you there's nobody on the track, and it's just like honking for fun. <laughs> honking for fun. 
honking for fun. This is all staying in. Oh, this is, we're just going to cut everything else out and it's just going to be this. <laughs> the whole podcast is all right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm moving past the train here. February 20th, 1792, the Postal Service Act is signed by President George Washington, establishing the U.S. Post Office Department. And, uh, by the way, happy birthday, George Washington, two days later. Happy birthday. You know what I want for my birthday? I want to form a post office. Can we do that? I know it's two days early, but I'm the president, and I don't have real teeth. I would like to do it. All right. Fantastic. Ben Franklin, thanks for holding down the fort for a while, but we're going to take this over federally now. Um, and that's how it went. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know the rest of the story. Very accurate history lesson. Exactly. February 20th, 1998. Figure skater Tara Lipinski becomes the youngest Olympic gold medalist at age 15. When she wins the ladies' singles gold in Nagano, Japan. The year before, she was the youngest world championship winner. Yeah, she's a good answer for youngest Olympian gold medalist. Just put Tara Lipinski in if you don't know. Uh, I saw her on TV last night. Yeah. She was, uh, I don't know, talking about the figure skaters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was on there with Johnny Weir, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. And his hair, I don't know what was happening with it, but I liked it. Yeah. He's he's immaculately it was always amazing. And they were both wearing like the headsets and mm-hmm. the microphones and theirs were like diamonds were all over them. Yeah. I was like, that's how you know they're figure skaters. <laughs> Otherwise I'd be like, Who are these people? I it freaked me out. I I saw her on the Olympic coverage, and I was looked her up, and uh, when I was writing this question, and it's like <laughs> she is thirty five years old, and I was like, wow, thirty five. It seems just like yesterday she was like this little person. Just she's skating. only a year older than me. I know, I know, but I think of you as a as a child. I know. <laughs> 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 Uh, February 21st, 1947, Edwin Land demonstrates his instant camera, which he calls the Land Camera, to the Optical Society of America. It's better known now by the name of Land's company, Polaroid. Polaroid. Uh, I recognize that word. Yeah. Polaroid. Polar hey. meaning uh, a bear. Roid <laughs> meaning something that uh, uh, that Russians take. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. It's a Russian <laughs> Russian bear. <laughs> Who can't compete in the Olympics? But takes Poor great pictures. Bear. Shake it like a Russian bear picture. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> Not more steroids. Stop it. <laughs> I'm trying to move on, but I can't. My bear don't mess around because he takes some steroids and he's really strong. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next. February 22nd, 1872. The Prohibition Party. 
the oldest existing third party in America, holds their first convention in Columbus, Ohio. Ohio. Their best showing in presidential elections is in 1892, when John Bidwell gets 270,000 votes and finishes fourth behind Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison, and populist candidate James Weaver. Yeah, they've been around a while. They still they still put out candidates. I had no idea. They're still out there. I think the last election, their candidate got like 500 votes. Is it still all about alcohol? Uh, I, I think a lot of it is. Weird. I think that they're, they're still like, you know, that demon rum. <laughs> Got to get rid of it. We did that. It didn't work out. Yeah. You lost. Yeah. Pick and, a new platform. And and by the way, this is something that uh, bipartisan agreement. No one wants to lose their booze. Yeah. We said as we took another sip of our beers. <laughs> yeah. There's only so many legal drugs. Like, yes. Don't take them away. Yes. No one. No one's. No one's getting there. But keep trying, guys. Good job. February twenty third, nineteen oh five. The Rotary Club. A charitable service organization made up of business and professional leaders is formed in downtown Chicago by lawyer Paul Harris. No relation. And all objects of the club are put to the rotary four-way test, which is, is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build, build goodwill and friendships? And will it be beneficial to all? That is the most I've ever known about the Rotary Club. I've seen that name a million times, and I never knew exactly what they did. Now it's the most that I've ever known. Yes. We are at the maximum amount of Rotary Club knowledge that we'll ever need in our lives. Let's never speak of this again. Let's move on. February 24th, 1954. Happy birthday, Roger Francois Jouret. Happy birthday, Roger. A Belgian musician who goes by the stage name Plastic Bertrand. Bertrand. Yeah, Bertrand. His best known he's best known for his nineteen seventy eight song Ca Plain Pour Moi. I'm gonna give you this one more time. It's Sa Plan Pour Moi. Well it doesn't have the accent. I know I don't mark. have I don't have a little accent mark. Sa Plan Pour Moi, which means it's fine for me. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's been used in several films and commercials, including a Pepsi ad where the song was re-recorded by the presidents of the United States of America. You probably know this song. Do I? Yes. It's like a punk song that goes, Sa plan pour moi, sa plan pour moi, sa plan pour moi, sa plan pour moi. I guess I've heard that. Sa plan pour moi. Has a little Beach Boy thing in the middle of it. It's used in like tons of movies and trailers and commercials. And we'll play a little bit of it right after we're done with this round, which is now. Yeah. That was the game. All right, time for the audio round challenge. And because Monica is on a vacation, we've started to do a little round about traveling, songs about traveling. How did this go for you this week? Pretty good. Yeah? I think 
I made this when I was drunk. Okay. So. So you took a journey yourself. Yeah. From uh, from inebriation to completion. I wrote a bunch of trivia, and then I took a little breaky, <laughs> and then I came back and finished up. All right. All right. <laughs> this was the last thing I did, so. Yes. That breaky, how long was that breaky for? A couple of hours. All right, then. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. All right. And hopefully we don't have any doubles. And if we do, that's just going to be Whatever. fun. All right. And we'll both get the points for it. That's right. All right. Here we go with song number one for me. Traveling. Something that both of us have always wanted to do. Wait is so long. Wait is Please do. Uh, that is uh, two tickets to paradise, and that's by Eddie Money. Yes. Yes, Mr. Money. Two points. Yes, to paradise. To paradise. Uh, all right, here we go with your first song. Because we're together, weather-wise, it's such a lovely day. Just say the words and we'll beat the birds down to our... Well, I think that's Frank Sinatra. You think correctly. I don't think I know the song, though. So, something about to the moon. Uh, <laughs> he it's sings not, about the uh, moon a it, lot. It's not fly me to the moon. <laughs> oh, okay. But it has the word fly in it. Fly me away? You're very close. It's called Come Fly With Me. Oh, all right. Yeah. I know that song. Yeah. It didn't sound like it, though. From here. Ah, it's my fault. It is. Yes. All right, next one. Dream about a train that's gonna take me back where I belong. Well, now the ocean speaks and spits and I can hear it from the inner state. Well, I'm going to take a chance on the artist as Bright Eyes. Yes. The Connor Oberst. Oberst. Uh, but the song title I won't get. It's another traveling song. Oh, okay. Does he have another one, or is that just his ironic title for that one? Uh, he doesn't have one called Traveling Song. <laughs> I would love it if he just did a whole album, which is started with Traveling Song, track another two is another. Another Traveling Song. And the, Yet another. Yeah, can you believe it? Another Traveling Song? Still again. <laughs> Still traveling. <laughs> and then the Traveling Song, where he puts the G on the end. Yeah. Getting formal. All right, here is your next travel song, number two. My baby beside me at the wheel. I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile. My curiosity running wild. Cruising and playing the radio. No particular place to go. That is the title. Is it Chuck Berry? It is the Chuck Berry. Yes. Two points. Nice. Nicely done. That's a tough. That's a tough title to pick up because he has a lot of songs that sound like that. Yes, <laughs> that was another oldie station thing. Oh yeah, where you could hear all of those. Yeah, I think "Hail Hail Rock and Roll" sounds pretty much like that, and "Almost Grown" sounds a lot like that as well. So that same same pattern. Um, all right. Yay. Next one. Actually, that almost went on to yours. Oh wow! But I didn't. Wow, good good call. <laughs> 
waits for my return. Pretty Polynesian baby over the sea. I remember the night. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is A Traveling Man by one Ricky Nelson. Yep. Little Ricky Nelson. That song is about spreading syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we don't know if he didn't wrap it up. We don't know. We, we don't know. All right. We don't know, but we can assume probably not. <laughs> Just raw dogging everybody. All around the world. It's all around the world, and I. I uh, all right, here is your next song. Easy to get right next to you. I say, baby, scoot over, please. And then she's right there next to me. I need you here with me, not way over. <laughs> Good. Sick shifts and safety belts. That is correct. By Kate. Yes, I love yes. that song. I'm Me too. That song is so wonderful. That's just an amazing song. The, you know, a lot I of good cars are Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does he say about bucket seats? Yeah, bucket seats. Uh, stick shifts and safety belts. Bucket seats have all got to go. <laughs> so good. When I'm driving in my car, my baby seems so far. We played a gig with them back in the 90s. With Kate? Yeah, we opened oh, up for them wow. at the Crocodile. And uh and uh, they were they were uh really nice except for the singer was kind of standoffish and weird. I can imagine. But uh but the band they were all like music nerds. Yeah. So they were a lot of fun to hang out with. So, that was a fun show. Uh all right. Next one. Wow. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to still go with my first guess. Is that Peter Gabriel? No, oh. it sounds like him. Yeah. I don't recognize the song. It's Kings of Leon. Oh, wow. Holy crap. And what's the song called? Around the World. Wow. I would have never guessed that, that was Kings of Leon. Damn. It did sound like Peter Gabriel. Really had like, I was like, that's like late 80s production value. Hmm, that would have never put Kings of Leon on that. I'm actually kind of impressed that they pulled off that kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Not familiar with them doing that. Um, all right, here is... Uh, last ones. Do we have the same one? Is this the last one? I think so. Well, let's find out. Here we or go. Or is this four for me? I think this is four for you, because you were first. Oh, right, right. All right, here we go. It is not. I don't think so. It is uh, the Pixies. Oh. And the the song's called Here Comes Your Man. Oh. And I was reading about the song because I've heard that song a million times. Yeah. And uh, it's about people traveling on boxcars, hobos traveling on boxcars. Oh, really? Which I never realized because I never really paid attention to the, the lyrics. Huh. Uh, but, I only know, like, 
two Pixie songs. That was kind of their biggest like hit uh, on on one album. They actually made a, a very funny video where instead of lip syncing, they just open their mouths real real wide when the singing starts. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's the Pixies. All right, this is the last one for you. All right, last songs. Uh, That is a song I almost put on for you, and I'm glad I didn't. Uh, That is Rome by the B-52s. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I'm going to sing that next time I do karaoke, because I love that song. That's a good one. Not a lot of people do that one. No? No. Too many people people do Love Shack. Not enough people do Rome. That's a good one. That's a good one. I love those voices, Kate Pearson Mm -hmm. and... And Cindy, I can't remember her last I name. I think my parents, one of their first dates was a B-52s That's concert. an amazing first date. <laughs> That's an amazing first date. Uh, all right, here is your last song. Sorry, boy, but I've been hit by purple rain. Oh, come on, Joe. Can't get much more seventies than that song right there. I don't know it. Oh really? Is it Neil Young? It's not it's Neil not Young. Neil enough. No, it's not. It doesn't have the <laughs> not quite whiny enough yeah. for Neil Young. But it sounds like one of his songs. I was thinking about uh, this. That's a song that I think Andy would sing at. Uh, <laughs> An octave lower at karaoke. Um, like I've heard it before, but sure, it's an oldies yeah. station, classic rock station classic staple. Rock. Yeah. Dang it! Mm. I don't know it. What is it? It's the song's called Ventura Highway, and the band is called America. America, the horse with no name yeah. group. Yeah. Now that I hear that. Yeah. It is them. Yeah. Uh, all right. So how did we do? You got seven. Mm. And I got five. There you go. All together, I got seven. And you got eight. Yeah. I eked it out. The music, <laughs> the music round put me, put me over the top. As it usually does when I go to trivia. That's usually the thing that I can linger behind and then the music round puts me over. Oh, goodness. Oh, that stretching sound means it's time to go home. (laughs) Because we just just knocked out two episodes in three hours. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, Monica is still in Vegas. I don't even know how her (laughs) voice is getting onto this recording. It's weird and creepy. But not as creepy as a five foot winged cockroach on stilts. On stilts. <laughs> Eating pento beans. <laughs> <laughs> and the head of a bat. <laughs> um, all right. Tell people where you're hosting this week. Tuesday, Fitzgerald and Ballard. Wednesday, the Bluegrass in Georgetown. Thursday, Pono Ranch in Ballard. She's back at the Pono. Back at the Pono. I am Skylarkin on Monday at Skylark Cafe. Tuesday, I'm crowning at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. <laughs> Wednesday. 
don't ever say that again. Well, at least I said it once. He's and crowning that's, everybody. <laughs> do it, Paul. You can do it. Oh, the verbs that a non-parent father makes. Uh, I'm at the Crown Bar on Tuesdays. I'm at the uh, Berliner on Wednesdays in Renton. I'm at the local 907 back there on Thursdays. Cat, uh, the Burian uh, uh, Bison Creek Pizza. And uh, Jason at Murphy's in Wallingford, two nights, Tuesdays and Thursdays for him. Guys, you only have two only weeks two left. Only two more weeks. So there's only eight games or eight days of games left. So get yeah. out there. Check the leaderboard. It's been updated. Get into your quizzes and get ready to play. And we're going to start reaching out to people and teams that uh, have qualified and that we know they're going to make it. So uh, we'll be getting in touch with you at the quizzes. Uh, talk to your tournament hosts or talk to your quiz hosts about the tournament. And uh, as always, uh, write us an email, quizzesfix at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And our website is quizfix.net. Monica, mm-hmm. I hope you are winning lots of money in Vegas right now. Me too. And you're bringing me back a present. Oh. Yes. More presents, please. Okay. If it's not a UP selfie, I'll take a UP in person. <laughs> Kidnap UP, bring her back. It's a tall order. <laughs> All right. That is it for the podcast, everybody. Thanks a lot for downloading and listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Let's get trivial, trivial.